I'm here with Zoe, we're online tonight and we are just two girls who really are so passionate about hearing the voice of God in our lives and helping others to see that it um, has been overcomplicated, right Zoe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey guys, it's Zoe here and I totally agree Jenna, um, it is our real joy to come on here and um, and share with you guys some of our stories and be very real Mm-hmm. about um, how we've learned to really hear God's voice in our everyday life and let me tell you we are still learning <laughs> yeah. I think it's a lifelong journey really hey eh? <laughs> yeah. yeah we are so so still learning so um mm-hmm. you know thank you for leaning in and listening with us and um we always really value hearing from you so wherever you are in the world we know that um you know we've got people in Canada who are listening to us we want to say hi to you guys and yeah. those of you in South Africa Salborna (laughs) and um yeah and uh, obviously our friends in Australia and here in New Zealand wherever you're at you know we just really want to bless you today and um we are so excited for this season that we're in aren't we we're just in a beautiful time aren't we Jenna (laughs) so true yeah Mm -hmm. so a lot going on in the world and everybody's lives everybody seems to be I don't know if it's the same for you as well if you're just having a really full-on time at the moment and Somebody said to me um, the other day, actually yesterday when I was at church, Zoe, just said, oh, it just feels like there's a lot of sadness happening at the moment. And I just think that might be you. And if so, do you know what? There's also a lot of goodness. And Mm -hmm. God sometimes, in our experience, is often when we have the most precious encounters with him in our sadness and in the hard things. So Mm -hmm. that's the place that you're in. Then um, just keep looking to him because he is right there with you and um yeah we want to encourage you that um god is doing some amazing things as well Zoe's stories for another day but Zoe's been at this incredible conference over the weekend and like (laughs) come back completely changed all fired up from some of the testimonies that you've that you've had there right Zoe oh my goodness been so amazing and that's right and fire is literally the word (laughs) we just had so much fun and you know just in the amazing presence of holy spirit and Mm. um just what happens in that space is phenomenal and so um yeah we'll have to tell you more another time but yeah you know we're just as jenna has prayed you know i want to just bless you and bless you guys wherever you're at today and if we if you're listening to us on you know car tripping like i was yesterday i was car tripping Mm -hmm. and and podcasting um, and listening it was just so great to listen to podcasts as I was driving along so or you might be working or you might actually just be sitting down and thought oh wow I'm just gonna have a moment to myself you know whatever wherever you're at right now we just pray that the Holy Spirit would invade your space that you would actually feel the tangible presence of God with you in this moment mm-hmm. and um and you would feel different from this time you know he really wants to honor you for taking time to seek him out and to lean and to learn more so um hey you know and one of our favorite things to talk about you know after this you could do this you could go for a nap that's the next perfect thing you could do nap time and dream time <laughs> i love that we're going to look at um a couple of dreams from the bible today so um two dreams 
that have really just been something that we've been looking into lately and um, I love that Zoe <laughs> when in doubt take a nap take a break <laughs> not always possible but when it is definitely go for it definitely. Um, you know it always feels like it's a waste of time especially if there's lots on but actually it really is the opposite especially yeah. if it's in that like 20 to minutes to 40 minutes <laughs> it's enough little pep to get get you going in um a lot of times that's when God reveals all sorts of things and even if he doesn't reveal something I remember when we interviewed Courtney that time our beautiful friend Courtney Keck that um you know she says sometimes in dreams God doesn't want to even reveal anything but he just wants to have his presence with you so mm. even the thought of that in our days how beautiful but dreams for today Zoe what dream were you going to um share with us well Jenna my favorite dreams I'm gonna say that but actually I'm lying because like they're all, my <laughs> all <favorite>. of them <laughs> so just go with me on this but um oh gosh it's this beautiful dream um that pharaoh has um and this just a beautiful place that we encounter joseph stepping into his destiny right so mm. lots of us know joseph as the dreamer you know in his technicolor dream coat because of the first dream he had you know when he told his brothers they're going to bow down to him and they just weren't having a bar of that and so you know life just became really difficult for Joseph after that um <laughs> to say the least yeah and, you know he finds himself and eventually you know in prison you know and um oh, just an incredible story it's um we're reading in around about Genesis you know, Genesis is where it all happens. And around about Genesis 40, 41, that's when the Pharaoh's dream happens. And it's an incredible dream. And um, we, we're just going to share, Jenna and I are going to share, I'm going to share a little bit of my dream. What dream are you going to talk about, Jenna? Oh, um, <laughs> I want to say the same. This is my favorite one, but they all are. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, the very first recorded dream in the Bible, which is in um, Genesis 20, and it's um, King Abimelech, and it's when Abraham and um, Sarah have been traveling, they arrive in Gerar, which is where the king is, and um, tell him that Sarah is his is Abraham's sister, so the king takes him into his palace, and um, yeah, obviously that's not right, so God comes to the king in the middle of the night, and yeah, it just, it's, you know what? It's an incredible passage of scripture because it's the very first dream that's recorded. It's the very first time a prophet is mentioned. And it's the very first time there's a healing recorded in the Bible as well. So pretty powerful. <laughs> and not just any kind of healing. It's just an incredible, yeah, yeah an amazing healing yeah. that happens. Um, and um, some of the stuff Jenna and I are talking about is what we're doing a bit in our dream community at the moment. And so um, in the dream community, our community are getting the full teachings around this. So we just wanted to share little snippets with you today because we um, we just love talking about this. We can't help ourselves. So <laughs> here we go. I think, you know, um, we talk about some key points in these dreams and, and actually in the scripture and everything that's going on in, in the moment. But a key highlight for me, Jenna, in Pharaoh's dreams with um, Joseph is that um, he he calls Joseph out, right? So Joseph is taken from the prison. I mean, he's finally has his moment to come out of that place and called into the palace to interpret the dream, right? And he listens to Pharaoh telling him his dream and there's so much goodness in this. But um, when he's finished telling Joseph the dream, this is what blows me away, what Joseph does. He listens to the dream, right? Mm. 
and then he gives the exact interpretation of the dream you know he says that this is the thing which I've spoken to Pharaoh God has shown Pharaoh what he's about to do indeed seven years of great plenty will come throughout all the land of Egypt but after them seven years of famine will arise and all the plenty will be forgotten in the land of Egypt and the famine will deplete the land so the plenty will not be known in the land because the of the famine following for it will be very severe mm. and um, and then he, and he goes on to say and the dream will be repeated twice because the thing is established by God and it will short, shortly begin sorry shortly bring it to pass mm. and so what this key thing that Joseph does here among many other things with this dream is that he gives Pharaoh the interpretation of the dream first. Mm. We all know the thing that happens after that is that, you know, Pharaoh sees the wisdom in Joseph. He sees the spirit of God in him and chooses him to be the leader and, and how they come up with a strategy to collect the grain for seven years so that they will have plenty, right? That mm. was the prophetic strategy that came from it. And so often with dreams, I think when I first started, um, you know, understanding my dreams, I would, I would see the dream, I would read it and I could immediately see the prophetic solution for that dream you know because like mm. oh I could see what God's trying to say to you and I could speak into the what God is the, the the prophetic word into that situation however it's really important that um when we with dream interpretation and with dreams as we've learned here from Joseph that we need to actually get the initial dream meaning first mm. and I think that's that's what's going to help you jump off from there right so so good Zoe it's like getting the you um like getting the facts of the dream and mm. like if the dream isn't specifically saying it <laughs> within the dream then um it kind of goes that's it's not the interpretation so the interpretation is directly from the dream the facts things that are actually happening mm. and then from there a lot of the times you can see the prophetic message the message that God's actually bringing and then that comes from that bubbling flow that comes after that so really mm. key, like you said, to be able to say, you know, in our own dreams, or, you know, if, if Zoe, if I shared a dream with Zoe, then Zoe might say, well, look, it sounds like this is what your dream is saying, X, Y, Z. And then she could say, and I feel like God is going to, and mm. then launch into mm. the response of that, right? Yeah. Because, because dreams are so unique to the dreamer, like there are so many symbols in this dream that would have been unique to Pharaoh, right? Mm. And so that's why God had used them and that's why they needed to really hit our heart for it to have that solution you know what I'm saying mm. for him to actually make that desperate step to put Joseph in charge um and <laughs> just come from him. prison yeah like this man he does not know but but there wasn't you know like something so, something really must have hit his heart right mm. from that interpretation and um I just don't think if Joseph had stood up and then said well I just think um God's saying you need to um gather all the food for the next seven years he'd be yeah. like um yeah don't don't get you know the connection in the dream you know but when Joseph explained what it's what it's mm, actually meaning so good. why mm -hmm. um yeah I think it's so so important and uh I, I know this very much for myself you know mm. like when I'm having dreams that maybe there's some dreams where um I'm needing healing or receiving healing yeah um, you know, I know that God's doing it, but I actually have to go to the root of what the problem is first to receive what God is actually doing through it, you know? Wow. Okay, this is the issue. Yeah. Yes, God wants to bring the solution. Yeah. 
but I need to deal with that as well and understand where it's coming from. So, yeah. Oh, that's so good, though. And it's just, it's just made me think, like, we've had a few conversations with people lately um, around um, being, like, um, loop, having dreams of, like, losing wallets or being late for planes or late for a vehicle that takes off without them. And, you know, so it's like, okay, so the dream aspect is that the fact of the dream is that there's this feeling possibly of um, in some area of like not having a place or feeling like you're missing out on something, feeling that, um, you know, that you have a purpose, but you don't, you can't seem to quite get hold of it or get it going. Mm. That And and if we stop there, I mean, how depressing, <laughs> mm. if, you know, it can, it often there is like what, what comes from the dream isn't the end, but it is so important to establish that that's the dream aspect because God isn't giving the dream just to point that out. Mm. He's not giving a dream to just highlight and say, Hey, you haven't, you know, you're feeling like you're not reaching your purpose and your destiny. Mm. The end. <laughs> he's saying, he's saying that so that then we enter into conversation with him and he's like, Hey, but here's what I want to do. Here's mm. what you're going to do about it. Here's where you're going to go. Here's where I'm going to bring breakthrough. Here's where I'm giving you your identity back. The train's going to wake, the bus is going to wake and you're going to get on and you're going to take your place where I've designed you to be because I'm just getting your attention with this. So good. Oh, so good. <laughs> I oh, feel like so someone, good. I feel like we need to hear that. I've got goosebumps everywhere. Yeah, that, you know, sometimes when we have dreams and often, you know, we talk about a bit in our um, dream community that our dreams have got, um, you know, often they'll come with a strong emotion. I think that's part of Pharaoh's dream. He was emotional about mm. what, why did he, it was just a dream about seven things of corn mm. and seven cows. Like what was the, yeah, what was the urgency that he was demanding? Somebody came and mm. told him about it. It's because he had emotion. He knew there was something in it. And I think that's what God does in dreams. Mm. He, he brings emotion out and it's not, and so when we have a scary dream or a bad dream or a joyful dream, it's not the end. Mm. <laughs> he's saying, he's just doing it to get our attention. We'll remember the picture and the image a lot more than if he just tried to tell us something, you know, in another way. Mm. <laughs> and then he's like, and now let's talk about a strategy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Come on. Zoe. Oh, yeah. So good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Just, um, just really quickly, there's, um, with King Abimelech, just the thing I wanted to highlight there is that he, you know, the king, and again, over, to overstress this point, the first recorded dream is given to a king who doesn't know God. As far as we know, he's, he's not, um, he hasn't had an encounter with God as yet. He's a foreign king <laughs> in a foreign land, and yet God comes to him directly and warns him says hey look you've messed up even though it wasn't your fault you just you know you thought everything was fine but it's not I'm telling you you know because God says to him that if you, he he gives him the consequences which are severe his whole kingdom will die if he doesn't return Sarah and um but he also gives him the way out and says but if you return Sarah and go to Abraham the prophet and get him to pray for you then all of this will you'll be released from it and you know, there's a verse, Zoe, in Proverbs 16, verse 7, that says, when the Lord takes pleasure in anyone's way, he causes the enemies to make peace with them. <laughs> <laughs> he causes the enemies to make peace with them. And I just think, imagine Abraham, you know, his wife is in this foreign palace <laughs> and um, 
I mean, we don't, I don't want to say, I don't know enough about it to know that um, King Abimelech was Abraham's enemy, but he was a foreign king, right? And so there's possibly, there's the potential for that. Mm. But how did God make him have peace with him? He gave him a dream. Mm. It just makes me think like, you know, Zoe, we can be praying for people that we know in, um, in certain situations or say some of these kids are getting bullied at school or they're having a really hard time with the teacher. Like imagine if we just prayed that God would release a dream to that person, to that child, to that teacher, <laughs> to that work co-worker that seems to just really have it in for you. Like ask God to give them a dream, to correct them, to like bring, you know, let them know like that's not okay. <laughs> this is the precedence. He's done it before. Why wouldn't he do it again? The same yesterday, today and tomorrow. <laughs> wow. I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Jesus, isn't it incredible so to think? Good. I mean, like my mind. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I'm, I've heard you speak this before, but it's every time you say it, it's just mind blowing, right? And I think, isn't it? Um, sometimes the whole thing we keep saying, Jen, it's easier than you think. Hearing God's voice, connecting with His heart, you know, isn't that a way easier? And we've got my little fingers up doing my <laughs> air, quotes. <laughs> air quotes. Easier <laughs> to pray. And to sit there and worry and strive and fear oh. and go around circles and you know instead you know lean lean into heaven for a bit and say god you've got the answer here or you can bring a solution here god what can you do gosh wow. it makes me think i wonder if like um abraham like prayed and asked god to give him a dream <laughs> imagine <laughs> You should see our faces right now. Well, <laughs> the wonder of it all. Imagine. <laughs> or imagine, oh imagine even more. Imagine if it was Sarah that prayed that. Yeah. <laughs> was like, hang on, I'm a little bit of a pawn right now in this yeah. big game of, you know, power. Yeah, yeah. God, help me. Yeah, because really, yeah, I think, you know, we're, we're so involved you know our prayers are powerful so powerful. Yeah. you know they might have been praying god we need a solution in this situation yeah. and that's very nice it's all oh, exciting we'll find out one day mm. and <laughs> i think anyway. and i think the important thing zoe is that like god you know his scripture is full of him backing his people right the israelites and abraham time and time again they mess up but he comes through for them when they ask him to and i just think oh i've got goosebumps again god could have solved or had a resolution for that issue in so many different ways right and it is actually the second time it had happened because in Egypt a few chapters earlier they did the same thing said Sarah was a sister and um all of all of the king's household got really sick and so they were like whoa take her back we don't (laughs) but you know they recognize it but it just makes me think God could have done anything to get Sarah out of that kingdom but what did he do he chose to give the one responsible, he tries to give him a dream. Oh, imagine it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. So in summary, dreams are powerful. Yeah. Dreams are, yeah. Wow, God. (laughs) Just wow. Wow. Just wow. Really hope that encourages you guys tonight. And um, and, yeah, just 
embrace embrace this area if you've never even had a dream or if you don't remember them or if you know someone that's not dreaming or there's things that are going on and you're like or if you know dreams really well but you're blurring the lines between the interpretation and then the strategy or the prophecy afterwards we just really bless you and um, know that God has got you listening to this for a reason <laughs> that, that we can feel his presence right now I can see Zoe I know she can as well and um <laughs> We just really know that he's going to shift some things for you. So, and shift some things for us as well. So I'm receiving that for myself. <laughs> Tell me about it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. You guys have a great day wherever you are and whatever you're doing. We bless you. See you soon. Bye.